Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is Dr. Helmut Marco a doctor of? Uh, he's not a um, he's not a medical doctor, is he? I don't think he's a medical doctor. If someone needed an, an emergency tracheotomy, they wouldn't go... Like, if he was on a plane and they went, is there a doctor on the aeroplane? Is there a doctor in here? We need a doctor. Yes, I'm a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm my God. Like... Okay, this guy's cho- choking on his peanuts. We need you to... I'm so sorry. I am a doctor of... Um, of Cars. Cars. I'm a doctor. <laughs> I just think it's a little bit... Don't call yourself a doctor unless you're... You know when people are like, oh, I'm a doctor of history. I think that's... I like that because I'd quite like to be a doctor. What, what, what would you, you be a doctor of? I'd be a doctor of history. Just, be just, helmet, of... just be Helmut Marco. Stop. Why, the, when the commentators call him Doctor Helmut Marco, what I'd like to know is: Is he an honorary doctor? Isn't Jeremy Clarkson an honorary doctor? He could be a doctor. Yeah, see, as well. they'll give a fucking doctor to anyone these days. You just have to be like from a shit town and have done something. Doctor Christian Horner, and then because you, you're from Norwich, so no, that's quite good, isn't it, in the creative writing department? Well, Horner's been doctoring. Um, their expenses. Yeah, that's <laughs> what that he's a doctor, a doctor? <laughs> Yes. I feel like Horner is, um, he looks like a storm's coming. You know what I mean? Horner? Yeah, and not, not to not to be mean about the death of um, uh, Dietrich Mateschitz. Well done. Um, How many times did we practice I, his I've name I've been calling before? him Messerschmitt. Ooh, <laughs> we, <laughs> before but... we pressed record. How many times were each of us saying his name over and over again? Dietrich Because Meta- Meta- a Messerschmitt is a Second World War German. I just always like. Plane. I whenever I want to say his name correctly, I think of I, I. How do you say his name? I don't give a shit. But it matters. Oh, it matters shit. Thursday, the third day. The third day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I. It's been a look. Listen, Red Bull having that death in the family is yeah. is, is is a bit of a blessing. It is. It does because it's taken all the heat off the fact that they've overspent yeah and at the FIA even this week the FIA went yeah you know what let's they, you know they've delayed let's delay the punishment it's like we you know when you have a shit job when you're in your early 20s or whatever yeah. and you can't go in one day because you can't be bothered yeah. and your grandparent dies and you go I can't come in because my grandparents died and they haven't died I think my grandparents died far many more times than they've actually died yeah, yeah, yeah. to try and get me out of various irritating kind of days at work that I was doing in my early 20s. Well, this sort of feel. oh, can you declare, can you give us those, can you give us the books, your books for the kind of last financial year, please? Oh, oh we'd love to, but there's actually been a death in Daddy the Red Daddy is dead. Oh, sad. It's, um, I think Horner put a hit on him. Yeah, that's a nice thing to, to say. To take the heat off. 
the cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I think it's what I find interesting about Master Schmidt is it's the only time I've seen Master Horner. Shit. Master Schmidt. <laughs> I think that the reason Horner's really sad, because it's the first time I've seen him look sad. Mm. You know, all week he's like going up against Zach Brown in the in the pre-race, going, Well, I can't believe he's accused us of cheating, the little shit. Look at this little worm sat next to me, accusing us of cheating. Yeah. And he looked so sad when he was talking about um Hammerschmidt's because because I think that that was his safety net at Red Bull. Now he's got to like answer to the board all of a sudden. Yeah, and he doesn't really know them it's that like well. It's like succession and the awkward you know, conversations. The, yeah, now they're all going to come for him and, and the guy that loves him is gone. Like yeah. in Gladiator. It's like Gladiator. Yeah, there's no longer the protection of... Uh, yeah. What's uh, his uh, name um, in Gladiator? Uh, Marcus Aurelius. Marcus Aurelius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your failings as a team principal were my failures as a team owner. I mean, it is quite an amazing thing to go, I tell you what, um, you know what a lot of people are drinking is these these energy drinks. I've got, you know, Red Bull, I've invented, you know, truck drivers and stuff. You know what you should do? You should make a, a car team. It, like, it, does not, it doesn't make cognitive sense, does it? No, but I think there was such a, it's, it, I think that's the, the reason why nobody can be surprised about the fact that the finances might be a bit iffy because it always sort of felt a little bit like a money laundering exercise. Also, why is it so funny that Tim Cook, the king of capitalism, a man who has inherited the most revolution or is part of the most revolutionary um, company in the history of you know the modern world, he and yet can't wave a flag? Because... <laughs> it was really, really. It was bizarre, so. Wasn't it? He looks. He looked like he didn't want to be doing it, which is fair enough. He seemed startled to be kind of outdoors and seeing real things in 3D. Like, what? Why is this? Why is liquid crystal not swirling in front of my eyes? Why can I see real humans? Why am I having to interact? I've actually had to climb stairs and like I'm holding some sort of physical thing that doesn't, you know, move to my very whims. I can kind of caress this flag with my fingertips and its very essence doesn't change in front of my eyes. What the fuck is going on? What struck me about not only Tim Cook, but everybody else, the pit wall through to the end of the race, Pharrell Williams yesterday to Shaquille O'Neal today, Tim Cook, Christian Horner, Brad Pitt. Why do rich people have such bad taste in sunglasses? <laughs> it feels like there's all of them wearing appalling sunglasses. Because I think the thing is with sunglasses, and this is what rich people don't realise, is that the best price for a pair of sunglasses, the, the, the apex point of fashionable eyewear mm. for the sun, yeah. is 150 to 250 pounds. And anything after that, you get a horrible pair of sunglasses. All pairs of sunglasses that cost a thousand pounds are horrible. Yeah, and that, they, they because their own, their shame, their pride rather won't let them buy a pair of 150 pound Ray Bans. Yeah, Tim Cook was wearing wraparound shades, <laughs> like, like the lead singer of The Offspring in the 90s. <laughs> it was nice to see Trey Cool, wasn't it? Trey, oh, Trey Cool was being Trey Cool. Yeah, he, he was there because Bradley Pitts was like, "Fuck off, Martin! I don't want to talk to you." Yeah. And uh, tr while trying to be charming, but also someone was pulling Martin Brundle's shoulder. And then Ed Sheeran as well. Like, mate, come You're on. You're not better than this, Ed Sheeran. You're, yeah, Ed Sheeran, calm down. Like, he was in the green room with the head of the FIA, wasn't he? Being all chummy. Uh, Mahmoud bin Sal Suleiman. Yeah. I, thought, oh, I, think, well, I think I'm going to write, write a boring song about this. <laughs> called Go Fast Round My Heart. But I just think that... <laughs> 
But they didn't, none of them wanted to talk to, it's just, it's insulting at this point. Just, it's Martin Brundle. He's a track, he's an icon. Just get, how do they not know? And if how had, is no one stopping Bradley Pitts and going, listen, Bradders, there's this little man walking around, looks a little bit like a garden gnome going for a job interview. Can you, <laughs> if he's, just stop and talk to him. If Brad in the, had in the words any of, integrity or had done any like um, investigation, had developed any kind of cursory knowledge of Formula One and the culture and the heritage of what it is to be invested in Formula One for his movie that he's yeah. making, then he would know who the fuck Martin Brundle is. Yes. And he would have somebody of repute and talent playing Martin Brundle. I'm not sure who that would be. Oh, it would be Paul Giamatti. That's a good shout. Of course it would be Paul Giamatti. That's a very yeah. good shout. Yeah, I like it. Um, he can, Giamatti walks very urgently, mm-hmm. which is what Brundle does when he's on the grid, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, in the words of, of Brad Pitt in Inglorious Bastards, oblige him. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. We got the crowd here who wants to die for his country. Oblige him. Oblige him. I don't really, like, I don't, I don't really like that film. I don't, really, I don't like Gorlani. that film. Um, also, um, another fun thing to say as Formula One fans, uh, the um, safety car driver, what's his name, Alfie? Synth. Uh, Thea Nixon. No, that's the woman from Sex and the City who oh, ran right. for mayor of New York and lost. Right. It's Bert. Bert. Mylander. Bert. Mylander. Weighing in at 130 pounds in the blue corner. It's Bert. Mylander. Bert. Mylander. Um, I think Bert Mylander is uh, why one of the funny things that Formula One started doing is when they bring the safety car out. You pointed this out to me. Is they have the safety car, their Formula One car lap time plus the safety car lap time. Mm. And then it just says, like, family car. Yeah, how long it would take if you were in your family car? If it's you were in your uh, Kia, Kia Sorento. Sorento. Yes, Kia Sorento is the go-to family car, isn't You're, it? If by some, if for some reason the bit of track was open where they were trying to get the crane in so they could make Pierre Gasly angry and you got lost in your Ford Galaxy and somehow ended up on a Formula One track, it's good to know you'd be going exactly 80.2 seconds Slower than the safety and car. Just say a minute and 20 seconds as well. You <laughs> so, fucking idiots. I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. Okay, I have to ask you this question. Um, which driver of all of them do you think most recently had intercourse before the race? Because they say, performance-wise, they're like, you're not meant to have sex before. What, because it lowers your testosterone and therefore or d- depletes some sort of uh, a chemical or hormone in you that's going to diminish your sensory facility and yeah, make you yeah, less yeah. able to the shag chromosome that you, makes you yeah, pu- okay. push yeah, a little bit harder. The shag chromosome. Right. It that it, it fizzes out, doesn't it? So yeah. they say don't no boink boink before lights out, right? Right. No box box. Before- I wonder if that's what Del- <laughs> Dr. Helmut Marco prescribes. <laughs> no boink boink before lights out. Which driver do you think had sex this morning? Um, I think they're they're obviously they're your, they they're your go to. Um, yeah, they it's obviously you, we want to say Alonso. We want to say Alonso, but I think the first thing he does in the morning is like she, his girlfriend says to him, uh, uh, "Come back to me." His lover, his his lover. Yeah, sorry, his lover. And it's probably there's probably a few of them, and I probably it's a selection of men and women. Yeah. Um, and he, and they go, oh, "Come back to bed. Uh, we are just." Uh, like Parisian um, ingenues that they love you. And he puts on his dark glasses and like... Which cost how much? Yeah, they're Oakleys. He looks like he wears Oakleys, <laughs> which are not my favourite, but yeah. I do respect it. 
and he walks to his uh, espresso machine and makes mm. uh, some coffee for mm. himself. Yes. And then tells them it's there if they want to make themselves <laughs> one. Uh, but no, I think the most recently sexed uh, Formula One driver would be George Russell. Why? Because he is the most recently attractive and therefore yeah. is still excited to fuck in the morning. Yeah, he- I'm not, as a 35-year-old man, I'm no longer, I don't really want to have, As also I've got four children, so I can't really have sex in the morning without committing a crime. <laughs> um, it's not a novelty for me anymore. And I think I would hope the same was true for Alonso, but for George. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, 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 yeah, that'd be lovely to have, uh, fuck, put that in there again. Uh, wow, yeah. Tell thanks. you what, that position was absolutely mega. We did it. Can we do mega style? That's my favourite position. Firstly, it couldn't be Alonso because no one can do a wheelie <laughs> and then finish in a sixth if they've had sex that morning. No, yeah. He raced like he was on a promise. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's drilling for Aramco oil. Mm. It's such an odd sponsor, Aramco, because I only looked it up during the race. Why would you advertise oil? Who's watching Formula One going... Just like I want to watch the race, but I forgot to buy oil today. Yeah, I I made me quite thirsty for oil. What was your inappropriate sponsor of the week? Um, inappropriate sponsor of the week. Uh, mine. I was um stuck, but it's the same sort of inappropriate sponsor of the week. But I think I'm going to go with Horlicks. Oh yeah, why is that? Uh, just as one sort of final insult uh, to the memory of uh, Dietrich Mateschitz. Uh, to have, uh, I suppose that would be Red Bull's great competitor, wouldn't it? A sleepy time drink. <laughs> and I'd quite like... Horlicks takes your wings. And I'd, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'd quite like um, maybe a, a, a rival team, a Horlicks rival team. To be, who would drive for Horlicks, do you think? Oh, Latifi. Latifi would drive Obviously. for Horlicks. One hundred percent Latifi. Um, oh, my Williams are Horlicks. Yeah, it is Albon as well, isn't it? it, it yeah, they're, they're, they're the Horlicks. Yeah, yeah, they're team. the Horlicks team. Yeah, yeah, and also Williams as well. We'll get to the race with you in a sec. But Williams, they're... we'll get to the race in a second. <laughs> their, their pit crew guy, the guy who stops the car, yeah, when Hot presses the thing down, mm. he's dressed like a Duracell. It's like the sponsorship of F one is so out of control. That because Williams have a Duracell sponsorship, they've given him like a little golden helmet and, and he's in a black thing. So he looks like an alkaline AAA battery. That's sweet. They should just put him in a bunny suit at this point like the, <laughs> and make him be the Duracell bunny. It's just, it's so out of control, the levels of sponsorship. Like McLaren now, because they keep like eye fucking a different sponsor every week. Yeah. They now have a digital panel on the car so they can change the sponsor name instead of having to buy stickers. They've put a digital panel on the um, uh, chassis of the car that changes the whoever, just because they can't keep up with how many people sponsor. McLaren don't even know who their sponsors They're are. They're going to have that like, quick fit like uh, character. You know, the character from quick fit, the, um, uh, the auto repair shop chain. Yeah. Like the, the you know the character that is made of like um, bits of car, they're gonna have like somebody dressed as that, and the Pirelli like the Michelin Man as well. They could have the Michelin Man changing tires and Ronald McDonald changing a tire. 
all different like corporate characters changing wheels, I think, is the future of Formula One. Um, should we get into our race review for the Formula One 2022 Aramco American Austin, Texas, USA Freedom Grand Prix? Yeah, I like that. Uh, what is your, uh, who was your dirty air driver of the day? My dirty air driver of the day was the same as the Sky driver of the day. Sebastian I Vettel. I couldn't give it to anybody except Sebastian Vettel, who was, who's grown his hair. He's pushed it behind his eyes. He was mm-hmm. wearing one of those little 1980s Italian footballer uh, like headbands. Tennis player, like yeah. he was going to, he looked like he was about to control the midfield of a 1980s World Cup game for Italy. Williams in uh, last place, uh, Latifi 17th, Albon 12th. Um, Latifi, interesting, interesting little fact here. Uh, Carlos Sainz, 60 NFs this year. Nicholas Latifi, four. Only four. That means Latifi is a better driver than Carlos Sainz. Well, as we've been, as we've come to the conclusion, we, we've we've had our Latifi revelation, haven't we? Yeah. That he actually hasn't DNF'd as much as we think he has. No. It's just he's had. It's just when he DNFs, a uh, DNFs rather, he fucking means it. He really <laughs> he likes to make a spectacle of yeah. his not finishing. He doesn't not finish quietly. You know, do you remember when um, there was such a thing as Sheila's Wheels, which was car yeah, insurance yeah, for women? Yeah. You get on a TNF, you get on a Sheila's Wheels. I think, uh, like, the, 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 so the thing was that it's not that women crash less than men. That's a myth. Women apparently statistically have more, like, scrapes and bumps in their cars than men do. Mm-hmm. But men have more huge crashes. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so you're saying the TV is... Um, drives like a man. He drives like a proper man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I cannot believe that Carlos. It was so funny yesterday when Carlos got the uh, uh, poll and he was like, oh, "That one was Conan. That one was Conan." And I, I'm like, I could feel this one coming. It was, it was, it was the most predictable start to a race that you would. Let me just put in a tiny bit of sounds of silence right here. There you go, Carlos. That's for you. It's actually appropriately started raining. I know. Well, as soon as we started talking, uh, about, Carlos we started talking about Carlos Sainz. Yeah. Inappropriately, because we're talking about um, Williams right Williams, now. yes. Why well, did I just say that Albon had a good, another good race? He did. Albon had another good race. Albon had another race that if George Russell had had whilst he was at Williams, he would have cried at the end of it again. He'd been called Mr. Consistency. And he would have been called Mr. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mr. Sadly, Sunday. he's not. Albon isn't like pretty and hasn't been like anointed by Mercedes to be the next big thing mm. and isn't quite as young, so isn't getting the praise. But there was, a, I think, a long stint of that race. He was in the points and it was only late movements that meant that he finished 12th in the stroll spot. Uh, talking about Russell's move to Mercedes, um, Toto said in an interview this week that he didn't offer George the drive until he knew Bottas had somewhere to go. And I thought, oh, that's such a nice way of doing a not nice thing. Mm. It's a, he did a very nice thing he did it quite nicely but horrible at the same time didn't he I yeah. mean, get, get the fuck out get the fuck out listen I'll give you an umbrella I know it's raining outside but have an umbrella <laughs> but do get the fuck out because I want golden boy are you warm enough do you want a coat I'll give you a coat and a jumper I'll call you a cab I'll call you a cab please get the fuck out because George is coming in now please yeah so um, I remember the time that I um, had sex with somebody in Norway and uh, she kicked me out of her house at 4am and it was uh, like the snow had compacted onto the street so it was icy and she offered me like a pointed kind of walking stick so I could get home so I could leave in the middle wow, of the that's night at 4am. Wow, that's someone who's underperformed is what you did. Um, Tauri, uh speaking of underperforming, um, Gasly in 14th and Sonoda whipping his, uh, his French rear end in 10th. 
Um, Gasly was quite, he's been complaining quite a lot of late. I'll give him, obviously, the crane thing, totally fair enough. That was a horrific mistake. Mm-hmm. But he just seems like something in him has changed. I think it's because he knows he's going to Alpine and has to actually, like, he's going to not be the golden boy of the team next year. You think he won't be the golden boy of the team? Yeah, because it's it's Ocon and Gasly. It's two French drivers in a French team. There's going to be a lot of... Apparently, they hate each other. I like that. And I like the fact that there's the sort of uh, sexy, renegade, bicep, you know, cool bastard. And this, you know, the geeky nerd. They're both talented, but who comes out on top? There's a, there's a narrative uh, journey there that I can really get, become invested in. And I and I and I like it a great deal. And I don't think one is necessarily much better than the other one that you could sort of say that one is going to be the lead driver ahead of the other. Okay. I think it's going to be a cool uh uh a, a cool thing to watch unravel as we see who comes out on top. If you were the PR department at Alpine and you knew that you had Ocon and Gasly next year and you had to put them together in an event that made them that makes the fans think they like each other what would it be like laser tag? Would they go flip burgers in a fast food place or like a, go to a hot dog eating contest? It's a French team. So maybe it would be something French. I think some sort of cultural exchange program where, because they're whilst they're both French, they're both obviously quite different people. So maybe Gasly could give Ocon a PT session. Paint Warhammers together. Yeah. Paint yeah. Warhammers together. Maybe, maybe kind of go on a, trip like round uh, a shopping center with Ocon stylist and Ocon could be like check out this cool thing and like be really like showing off the stylist in a really excitable kind of boyish way and Gasly would really resent the whole thing yeah that's what I do I make them both give each other a makeover like changing rooms where they have to style each because they both are clearly obsessed with fashion so I'd put them in a like a montage in What Women Want, where Mel Gibson takes his daughter shopping and Christina Aguilera's What a Girl Want plays yeah and they each come out of the tra- changing room and you know Gasly shakes his head and then he shakes his head and then on the fifth outfit he nods you know mm-hmm. that's what I would do that's a really and they'd nice have idea. to pick each other's clothes because they both hate each other so they'd pick terrible outfits for one another yeah 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 so well. one would be in like a clown uniform yeah. and the other one would be in a like a like they think it would be funny to be in like a Borat thing like the green yeah yeah you know, yeah, 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 yeah selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, in in uh, um, eighth place, what you going to do with all that hash? All that hash? Inside them 
jeans. Uh, Schumacher, fifteenth uh, with a five-point penalty, and um, the golden boy of Formula One, Kevin Magnussen, in ninth, who I haven't seen on the telly for over a month. I think. No, I I actually have a app on the telly. Like a, I've run an algorithm through the. It uh, blocks him. It blocks him. Yeah, I have an I have a Magnussen block. I just feel like if if they if the commentators now went and by the way, uh, we just found out that Kevin Magnussen wasn't even racing today. <laughs> No one would know. Yeah. And Aston Martin in seventh place. Stroll, unfortunately, DNFing. And uh, Vettel in eighth with driver of the day. What do you think Lawrence Stroll does or says when Lance crashes? Beyond the immediate anger, mm-hmm. Lawrence, it's the only point at which he loves Lance is after he's failed. He can only, like all demented fathers, he can only love his son when he's broken. Uh, I agree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think he just. I think he just shouts, "My boy!" I was shouting at the whole race. Listener, what if you have can you tell done us, to my boy? if you can tell us what that's from, we'd love to know because I don't think Josh can remember. I think it's from and a I, movie. What have you done to my boy? I think my beautiful boy. I think Josh is bastardizing the Godfather, and it's like something that like, killed my boy. They, they massacred my, my boy. They massacred my boy. My boy! But Josh keeps on saying my boy over and over again like that. And I and I don't know what it's from. Is it is it from There Will Be Blood? It it might be, yeah. What have you done to my beautiful boy? Oh no, that's uh I've abandoned my child. Yeah, I mean Lawrence has done that, hasn't he, in he, many ways. Well he's brought him a Formula One team. He's I think like, for all the like criticism we give Lawrence of being like a bit of a dick father. He has He has his... literally bought his son a Formula 1 team. Yeah, what's... that is very loving parenting. What's the best thing your dad ever bought you? Um it, Kingdom Come, a, uh, a a a a DC comic of all the superheroes uh as as older people. Beautiful comic book. How old were you? Uh 10 oh, or 11. Good. Yeah. I mean it's not an F1 team. Is it's it? not an F1 team. And no. to this date, my father has never bought me an F1 team no. since. I think most people's dads haven't bought them an F1 team. <laughs> <laughs> Sixth place, Alfa Romeo. Um, it's, is it? Is it's it, not time. It's time for smacky bud, 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 kind of. Uh, Bottas was all over Albon like a lampshade um, in the beginning of the race. Uh, but he didn't, uh, did he DNF? Yeah, he did. And Joe, uh, Joe finished in 14th. He was our first pleasing um, smashing into a wall. There were quite a lot of DNFs considering the fact that it's a very open track. Yes, it was quite a good race, wasn't it? All it was quite a good considered. race. It was. It was I, 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 I've got my score for the race and it might be the one of the highest of the season. Yeah, which is not, not to say that we enjoyed the race a great deal but to say that it has been quite a shit season in terms of exciting races. Yes. If we uh, look back on kind of like Germany 2020 in the oh. rain. Oh my God. And it was, you know, that was the week that Mercedes had Netflix there because it was their anniversary race. Mm. So they were like, yes, this is the right race to get. Let's get Mercedes to come along. Let's get Netflix to come along to this race so we can show them how good Mercedes yeah. are. And then they just, and then they all were laid a hose and didn't they showing was off. Was that the one where... Um, was it Hulkenberg yeah. was going to win in his home race? Get his race. first podium. He was yeah, going to yeah, get his first he, podium yeah. and then he just drove into a wall. Yeah. To show that there is no love in Formula One, there is no God in the universe. We all live in a kind of bleak, loveless existence and nothing mm-hmm. good ever comes of anything. And, and also, I don't know if, if any of the fans uh, uh, listening will remember this, but it was a race where it rained and they started on time, which was absolutely mental. Of well, them. that can't be right. Fifth place, McLaren, 
Norris 7th, Ricardo 16th. Don't get your barber to do a fun facial hair thing if nobody's going to see it because, like, just what's... It's so... I love all the theatre that he brings to, you know, each race and that he gets involved uh, in only when it's appropriate and culturally sensitive to do so. I don't think he was doing anything too mad in Japan. Uh, But I like the fact that he does all that, but it's a bad look when it's 17th and it's... Mm. Allegedly, Danny is, I think he's going to be a reserve driver for Mercedes-Benz next year. Benz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. AMG Patronus Mercedes Formula 1 team. Apparently there there are uh, rumours that he's going to Red Bull, which is quite a... It seems like a power move by Horner. Like, like Ricardo would walk into the office and Horner would be there, like, with a cigar, with his legs up on the desk. <laughs> Had a good few years, kid. <laughs> I see you come back through the door, huh? You made a good choice raising Red Bull this year. Obviously, be a reserve driver. Mm. Perez gets ill sometimes. You know how it can be. Anyway, get yourself a locker. Keys are around back. See you in a couple of hours. They all come back. <laughs> they all come back. So you thought you'd be a star, kid. Well, let me tell you something. Renault ain't nothing. Let me tell you something. McLaren ain't nothing. Everybody comes back to the old red bizzle. <laughs> take sit down. Take a seat. Yeah. Sit. Yeah. Take sit down. Take a reserve seat. <laughs> yeah. What's that? I got a seat for your son. Yeah, of course. It's a family. We're looking after family. You'll always be a member of our family, kid. But you know where you're going to be sitting there? In a fucking goddamn computer game. That's all you deserve. You don't deserve to be on that track. You ain't up there with Max. You ain't bringing the big bucks that Paris is bringing. Sit down in the goddamn sim and you'll be happy about it. See, kid? I put these later hosen on. Um, <laughs> Alpine in fourth place. Alpine. Macopine. Pomopin. Esus Alonso is the best human being alive. He, there aren't too many better than him. You know when the Beatles said that they were bigger than Jesus? Mm. I don't think they knew about Fernando Alonso. Uh, there is... He's uh, my in Jesus. The 80s, there was a, a, a footballer called Brian Robson who broke his collarbone and busted his head wide open and it spewed blood everywhere. And he wore a head, like a, a, a bandage around his head and his arm in a sling for the entire game. Uh, and he played on through. And that wasn't as heroic as what we saw. Like, he took off. He took off. He rose into into the heavens, mm-hmm. saw death, gave death a kiss on the mouth, and then landed back on earth, it, looked back up in the sky and said, fuck you, and then carried on racing and finished. And six. it was a long kiss. It was a long he kiss. kiss. death in the heavens. He for tongue it. kissed. Oh, my God. Death on yeah, the yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah Damien Roper was horny <laughs> by the time Alonso took his tongue out of death's mouth. <laughs> and then he banged it back down and finished in sixth. Yeah. I fancy Fernando Alonso more and more as I get older. I fancy him like you fancy like an older boy at school. Like I don't want to fuck him. I want to be him. And mm. I'm, I'm getting sometimes when you're at school, you can get that sort of hero worship for an older boy confused with sexual attraction. But I think if it came to it, I'd kind of get all nervous and go, oh, no, I didn't. I didn't want to fuck you after all. I just wanted to be you. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. Put it away. Put it away. <laughs> what do you think he listens to after a race, Alonso? What's his music of choice? <laughs> Imagine how disappointed we'd be if, it, if we found out it was the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> If it was Imagine Dragons, Hell, I, don't I would never it. get over that. I would <laughs> never, ever, ever get over that. 
Oh no! I think that would be my. Um, it would be like the day that you realize your parents are going to die. If I, if Alonzo was like, "Hey, I'm really enjoying the new Imagine Dragons album." Do you know who I like? The Lumineers. The Believer. Believer. Have you heard of um, Edward oh. Sharp and the oh. Magnetic Zeros? Nothing wrong with Edward Sharp. Alabama, Arkansas. I would. I. It would break my heart if if Alonzo liked them. Jesus, you've so you're so uh, you've such highfalutin music tastes. I feel you? like if Ed Sheeran, someone comes into Alonzo's trailer after the race and goes, Ed Sheeran's outside. He'd like to meet you. Alonzo would go, I'm okay. I think. I think. I'm okay. People who have recently paid money to go and see the Counting Crows shouldn't throw stones. I did go see the Counting Crows this week and it was the greatest gig I've ever been to. I'm just saying, if I had a choice between them and the Imagine Dragons, I'd, I'd be going Imagine Dragons every day. Uh, third place, Mercedes, uh, Lewis Hamilton, a second place, which was, it was just inevitable that it was going to be second place. I know, if we, if I hadn't seen such riches, I could live with being poor. <laughs> I and th- it was heartbreaking <laughs> just for him to be in the lead all of that time. And then for him to be inevitably overtaken by the unstoppable force. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just, in the interview afterwards, I went in to go, yeah, yeah, well, if we'd overspent, we'd have finished first, but we didn't, so we didn't, so fuck off. <laughs> like, I, I just want him to take the joy away from what they did. But he's so gracious and fucking... Also, he's got to stop doing that. I just want to say hello to the fans. Oh, I love the fans here. We always have such a great following here. Shut the fuck. Everybody knows it's disingenuous. You say it every race. It's not a real thank you. If you say thank you, it's just bollocks. It's such bollocks. Shut up. I hate it. Do you mean the record crowds? Uh, the did, record you know, did you crowds. know it was record crowds? Were they record Formula crowds? One. Okay. Stop saying that. It, of course, it's record crowds. If you put more seats down... It's going to be record crowds. If you have a Netflix show and the sport grows and it becomes the Kardashians and you put more grandstands in, every race is going to be record crowds. Stop saying it. It's annoying. I quite am looking forward to in five years time after everybody's enthusiasm is depleted and the cost of living crisis has really gotten and we're in the midst of a truly horrific global recession. Record, record lows here. Yeah. Uh, and everybody, Lewis Hamilton getting into his tractor there as we... Uh, the 2025 season will be like the 2020 <laughs> pandemic race season. Won't it? There'll be no one except in Russia. There'll be no one. That's why they're telling us how fast family cars go. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what they're all going to be driving in five years time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Audi are coming back to Formula One, but they're not making a Formula One car. <laughs> no, 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 it's no. just going to be a Quattro. <laughs> uh, also, okay, first of all, when they went, it's hammer time, it broke my heart a little bit because it wasn't hammer time. It wasn't was it? hammer time. Bono's just really had to eat humble pie this year. He was a celebrity two years ago. Everyone wanted a piece of Bono. Mm. And now he's just sort of on the radio getting a little bit of airtime. It's hammer time. It's not hammer time. Russell did not deserve that penalty as well. I don't understand. Oh, that was so stupid. I mean, in a huge bunch of cars, some cars obviously start on the left, some cars start on the right. You can't say that there is a distinct racing line if two peop- if two lines of cars are entering the first corner from different angles. Yeah. There is no such thing as a distinct racing line on that first corner if it's the first corner of the race. We get both each people each uh, set of drivers starting from different sides of the track. It's a huge mess of people. He it's just like a racing incident. Fuck it. Yeah, I can't bear the fact that he got that. And also, it's- why does he? Why does he get a five-second penalty, but Max Verstappen exceeding the track limits in Q1, he doesn't get anything. Uh, He wasn't on the track 
And the FIA just oh, not well. They're like covering their eyes. Yeah, I know it's very annoying. It's one of those things where I don't want to get drawn into, or I don't like being one of those conspiracy theory theory, theory people. Yeah, but you but, see the car off the track, yeah. and you go, I just like. I'd like somebody to just explain to me why that wasn't the case to put my mind at ease. Yeah, it's because they. It's you're right to be conspiracy theorists. They're letting Red Bull get away with a lot, and Queen Elizabeth killed Diana. Those are two facts. Well, no, but yeah, I know she did. But it was a controlled demolition. That's all I'm saying. Just watch the footage. <laughs> you know, steel beams don't actually melt like that. No, they don't. Did you no, not? Did you know that they don't melt like that? Um, Ferrari in second place. Uh, signs with a. I'm just going to say the best DNF I've ever seen. It was the best DNF I've ever seen. What just signs? to go from first place to not racing. Do you ever do that fun thing when you're doing a 20 minute gig? And of course you get paid a certain amount for the 20 minute gig. Mm-hmm. Do you work out what your hourly rate is based on the 20 minute gig? So you times it by three and think, oh, I was actually on 600, 600 pounds an, an hour. hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I um, think if you worked out signs is how much signs was on per hour, his hourly rate for that race must have been about £100,000 an hour. No, he'd be the richest man alive. (laughs) Considering he makes millions every month and he raced today for a grand total of nine seconds. It it can't have been nine seconds. It was just just the perfect way to, after that, oh, finally, finally a first place. The the lights going from one red, two red, three red, four red, five red, no red, Mm -hmm. that whole process took longer than Sainz's race. Yeah. A- incredible. And for the glory yesterday, and he did so well in qualifying. It was really cool. I really liked watching you, him get first. You can't put on a pair of sliders quicker <laughs> than Sainz raced today. And Leclerc looked absolutely burnt out after that race when he was sat he in, was the, in, the cool goose, da- in the cool down room. Hey, yeah. let's cool down. Is there somewhere we can do that? Do you ever have like an arm wrestle with somebody at school in the cool who's obviously down. stronger than you and you give... That's everyone. You, Carry on. You give your whole kind of life and soul to this arm wrestle. Mm-hmm. You put all of everything you have and you hold off against somebody like a bigger boy who's obviously stronger than you for a surprising amount of time. And then at the end, they just crush you. And they're like, oh, well, I was, I was way overperforming there. And he was underperforming <laughs> and it was still a nightmare yeah. and he still won. Yeah. And there's that like psychological, like you feel so depleted in terms of your ego and physically drained because yeah. you put everything from and 14. they kind of went, oh yeah, well we had like a, you know, problem with the, you know, uh, pit stop. Sorry. Fuck you. That. <laughs> That was the most exhausted I've seen a driver uh, from like Mansell in 92 when he got out and like collapsed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, was like um, uh, Brazil Senna, you know, yeah. when he kind of like, please don't touch me or talk to me. I need to, I yeah. need to. Leclerc need looked to like he had out. sunstroke. It looked like he'd gone to see My Chemical Romance in the Milton Keynes Bowl on a hot day and, and hadn't drank enough liquid. That sounds very he much like. absolutely spanked. <laughs> that sounds like speaking from experience. And uh, I also, I imagine it's because he wasn't expecting plan E. No. But even but they weren't expecting plan E was put in place and then there was a safety car which meant plan X. E point one. Yeah. I think all of their plans are have decimal points afterwards. There's E point one, E point two, E point three. What what's the name of Carlos Sainz's cousin slash manager, the Clark Kent to Carlos Sainz's Superman? What's his name? Um Brendan blah, 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 blah. But his his 
sort of, oh, I'm so angry when Carlos went out. I implore everyone to go watch it. When Carlos crashed and he went, oh, no, <laughs> in his little gilet and a business shirt. Yeah. Oh, that's so unfair. It was a good it moment. It was so good. And also, he's one of those people who, who on Instagram stands next to animals that he's shot in Africa. And mm. He's one of those idiots. Yeah. It's like, oh, I shot an elephant. Look at me. Look at my small penis. Christ almighty. Um, Red- he, he looks like one of the good guys. And so does kind of Carlos Sainz. I have... Yeah, there is no one good in Formula One. There's no one good. We've mentioned a lot of unlikable people on the podcast today. Despite the fact that it was quite a good race. Finally, and finally, Red Bull uh, winning the Constructors' Championship for the fifth time. Horner desperately trying to cry while the cameras were on him. Trying with all <laughs> to, to push out a, a sort of, sh- like trying to shit out of his, of his tear ducts. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! <laughs> and Jerry Halliwell giving that congratulations like she'd never met him congratulations like, Ugh, a, that congr- was like they didn't know each other that oh, was god, grotesque oh god Dietrich's dead we've won and it's his fifth like, he's like an automaton isn't he he's like Pinocchio who wants to be a real boy he's the opposite of Pinocchio he wants to be a puppet <laughs> yes um, Pinocchio is finally a uh, boy who wants to turn back into a toy. Yes, exactly. To quote Rufus Wainwright. Um, Rufus Wainwright. And also Red Bull's flag as well, when they stuck it on that stupid Texas wooden car that Shaq was in. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Shaq being back. Like last year it was funny, but this year it's like, it's like you, you've done that. You've done that joke. You know what I mean? It's just, I, I get it. I've heard that song. So I want to hear a new Kings of Leon song. I'm like, okay, that's a less good version of Sex on Fire. You know, <laughs> so please stop now. Just been wheeling the same thing out since 2006. And uh, they had a flag that says, we love it on top. Do you know what that means? Because that's a double, you know, that's a double entendre. A double entendre? Yeah, yeah, because it means we love it on top because they love being on top because they're constructors champions. Right. But also very naughty, Alfie. It's very naughty because it means sex position. Yeah, albeit the most kind of vanilla sex position there is. It's the most boring. Yeah, what it really should have said is we love it from behind. Yeah. Um, because that's kind of more fun, isn't it? Yeah, because they did come from behind. Exactly, didn't they? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or they could say we love cheating. Yeah. We love bribery. Yeah. <laughs> What's your Dirty Air song of the race? My Dirty Air song of the race is um, appropriately for the Constructors Champions. This, uh, this week is the winner takes it all. Uh, because the winner has taken it all. The winner of the race took it, not only the winning, uh, the, the, the race, yep. uh, but the Constructors' Championship, yep. the Drivers' Championship. Correct. But also, uh, it's a song about uh, kind of grieving somebody you've lost. Yeah, uh, got- uh, oh! Which I don't think they mentioned, but they actually lost uh, Deirdre, um, <laughs> Deirdre from Fest Coronation Bender. Street, I think uh, they lost. Uh, I don't want to talk about the things we've gone through, though it's hurting me, though it's his- now it's history. Sorry, can you read the grid... The final grid to the oh, yes. theme tune of to the lyrics of uh, of the winner takes it. I don't wanna find something in my butthole. Red Bull gives you wings. <laughs> Doctor Helmut Marco, he's a doctor of a doctor of cars. Doctor Helmut Marco, <clears throat> Lewis Hamilton, the Hamlet. I'm going to fade out to this. Sorry, I'm going to fade out to this. I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And and this has been Dirty Air. Verham leg peras, nor alovat magtsu, oko albjogas, 
musk rick ladsterbot cyber hamlek perth rusnor alovet mag <laughs> suoko albjo gas musk rick ladsterbot alovat mag suoko Albjogas musk rick lad Sturbot Saiv have a hand. Ow.